Hello, and welcome to Shift. This is a podcast about what it means to be vulnerable in today's world and how radical accountability requires true vulnerability. Hopefully, the ideas and thoughts presented here bring you some value and they lead you to contemplate how you can contribute to and grow into the best version of yourself. A few weeks ago, I did an episode with my barber, Colby Applegate. He's a trans man, born female, identifies as male, working towards becoming more wholly male, if I can say that, through hormone therapy. And uh, we discussed possibly him uh, surgically altering his physical condition to become more visibly outside what he feels inside. And during that interview, he said something that I thought was uh, interesting, and I've been kind of pondering on it ever since um what he said was that he gets to because of his transition he gets to define his masculinity he gets to determine how his masculinity shows up whereas cis males or males who were born male identify as male and fall into the generally accepted social construct of what it means to be a male they tend to have their identity their masculine identity uh programmed into them and I thought that was an interesting way to look at it. And, you know, I'm not I'm not sharing this verbatim, so you can go back to the episode and listen to it or, uh, you know, just take it for what it's worth. Um, and, you know, I don't think Colby's wrong necessarily. I don't think that that's a wrong way to look at it. Um, and, you know, he and I are talking about doing a part two to his interview, so hopefully we get to do that. And I can unpack this with him a little bit more. But I do, I do think that once we, um, as cisgendered men, become adults and we become more accountable humans, then we also get to determine or define our masculinity. And I don't think we talk about that, though. Um, it's an interesting thought for me. And we often uh, let everyone else determine for us what that means and you know it's weird for me to talk about like what a word means or what that is defined as because a lot of times I talk about words have meaning and I believe that words have meaning but then we get into this weird place where like there's words in our culture that we start to really really weaponize or we start to use in different ways and so you know the word masculinity has become this different type of word. Um, this one that really doesn't have one true meaning. And we've coined things like toxic masculinity, right? And so this one, this one word becomes like a good word or a bad word or becomes toxic or healthy. And then we kind of start to divvy it up into all these little gray areas. And if your definition doesn't match mine, then I think we too start to get divided. Another conversation though. Um, the point I wanted to address today is that you, wherever you are in your journey, you get to decide what that word means for you. You get to decide how your masculinity shows up in your authentic way and your authentic self. And you don't have to get permission, I don't think, or, or apologize for how you show up as long as you aren't hurting anyone, right? As long as you're being intentional uh, with what you're doing and that intentionality isn't causing someone else harm, then I think masculinity's just become this gray area, right? And we don't have to accept the programming 
that is assigned to us or the programming that's given to us. It's like the radio and the TV, right? Or books or any other sort of entertainment. You get to decide if it has value. You get to change the channel and you get to decide what you're going to consume, what you're going to digest, and ultimately what you're going to put out. So if what you aren't putting out isn't in alignment for you because you're trying to live up to other standards, you're trying to meet some metric that someone else has defined for you, then I'm just going to invite you to stop that. Just stop the comparison and the measuring and just do you. 